did you catch up on did you catch yes, up on chainsaw man okay. yes I, I, I this morning i woke up at 8 30 so that way i would be able to finish all three episodes before we recorded all right the season is well not the season but the season is done so yeah uh man like so much shit went down in the last three episodes um fuck where do we start like, dude, should we do a retrospective of the whole of the whole season or just like the last I mean, few episodes? If we can squeeze it into this review, um I had a fucking ball with Chainsaw Man this season. Like this was so fun, so original, so well executed, especially for me, as someone who read the manga. Like, I have learned to not doubt. Mappa, which is the studio that's adapting it, mm-hmm. because they're swinging like they're the they're the people carrying anime right now. Like they've been doing it since like the couple, last couple of years, and man, just the way they took uh, the story and the frame and the characters and they put perfect voices and perfect music, I adored it, man. I cannot wait. Uh, I hope that they adapt the rest of the show, which I think they will, because it's kind of impossible to tell the story to the complete story without what happens next like what happens next is what I, what I think makes chainsaw man super special mm-hmm. like if someone's like that that's why I want to hear your opinion because to me chainsaw man is amazing but because of what happens after what we've seen already so if you if you could like uh, describe it only by what you saw like are you satisfied with this with this product like like if this like if it cut off here and we continue later like did this give you like a satisfying as long as we continue yeah as long as we continue forward yeah they gave us a group of characters that we came to like we lost a few of them mm-hmm. um the sacrifices were heartfelt there were some emotional moments that i didn't expect actually from not from denji but the kid who's the kid with the katana oh uh aki aki yeah some emotional moments with aki is especially with the uh, the cigarette Oh, yeah. uh, was it easy is it easy revenge or easy leverage i don't remember easy revenge yeah yeah so i'm like oh man like <clears throat> moments like that made made the whole made the season feel like it paid off you yeah. know i don't feel like i wasted my time watching this show i don't feel like it was a chore i felt like don't get me wrong there was like there was one really boring ass episode that i didn't care for but that like which one out of 12 ain't bad which one uh with pink hair that denji likes makima the one where makima is doing all the 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 oh my god that's 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 one of the best sequences or or is it the episode after that where it's just like a bunch of admin like nothing really happens like it's like right after the battle Mm. but it's just like hey we got the bodies over here hey we got this hey like everything's in fucking shambles what do we do like oh, I, I, yeah, I didn't like the admin part. Like, like that's the one thing I didn't like. But that's because I, Makima's not bad. I just don't care for her as much as I do for Aki, as much as I do for Denji, as much as I do for Power. Like, okay. I'm invested in those three idiots. Okay. So I, if if the one of those three are on screen, okay, like you've got me. But okay. uh, but, but no, as an outsider, no, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, it's very clear though. Like they're setting up season two or book two, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh part two i think i don't think it's gonna be called the season i think they're just gonna say part two um but man that fe- the the future devil oh when he <laughs> yeah was, future de- 
I was like, oh, there he is. The part where he, because in the previews, was well, dancing like, on the opening. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is that weirdo? Like the dead, like the tree devil or what? And then we yeah, see him, and it's devil. like, oh, okay. Um, and the fact that he tells Aki, you know what? Just let me live in your right eyeball because your death is gonna be pretty beastly. Yeah, like, like I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know yeah. if that's a good thing or a bad thing, man. Um, well, <laughs> I will only tell you this, and this is the only thing I'm gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the that outro, like mm-hmm. at the end of the episode, where it's like uh, Denji, Aki, and Power, like going grocery shopping and making dinner, and then falling asleep on the on the living room. Mm-hmm. That is the last moment of happiness those three are gonna have. So just, just I'm just gonna leave it at that, and you know I'll let you proceed. You know when the next part comes up. Tell me that Denji and Makima at least get together. That boy deserves it. I'm not gonna say anything. Damn it, Chema. Uh, you can read the manga if you'd like. I can I find it illegally online? I can get you a legally free way to what to read it. Deal. Okay, I'll read it. There's an app. There's an app for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, like, I, like, like, literally, Shonen Jump has an app where they let you read the manga. The only thing is that, like, the catch is that you read a chapter and then afterwards you cannot go back and read it again. Like, it only lets you read it once, but it's free and it, it's got ads, but you, you can read it for free. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, what was it? Like, I read it on my phone. Like, yeah. Well, okay. So, what do you think about this? Like, as a fan, as someone who is. This is like the opposite of like a DC yeah. or Marvel movie where it's like I know everything that could possibly happen. Yeah. Like, what, like, what are your thoughts? Are you satisfied as someone who's read the manga, who's someone who's reading, I think, like the new manga as well, I can assume? How do you like it? I see. Interesting. Hello? Can you hear me? And you're back. All right. So Hi. how do you feel about it? I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, there we go. Um, I adored the way that it was adapted. I don't think they missed a single beat. I think it was ballsy the way that they took their time with a lot of uh, with a lot of the scenes. I thought the fact that they targeted and like adapted it head on without like ignoring even the without ignoring like the weirder parts of it. Like they were like, this is a part of it. This is what people want. Like we're gonna we're gonna adapt it. The fact that they also took it in like a direction where it was very like clear and concise and creative. Like I mentioned this every time that we talked about it, but the animation is so unique in this show. Like it's so it's so its own thing. Like it looks awesome, and I cannot wait to see how they adapt season two because that's gonna be a fucking bloodbath, and it's gonna be amazing. I'm not worried have, at all. I have no idea what the next uh like like uh like animes are considered by season. Like every like uh twelve weeks or something, we have a new season of anime. Like animes end and a new anime begins. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I have to me. This was clearly like the anime of the season. Like everyone expected it, and I think it ended up uh working. And it had steep competition. You know, Spy Family second season was coming out. Um. Bunch of the Rock was coming out at the same time. Like, there's a lot of good anime coming out, and I don't know what the anime of next season will be. I think uh, there's another anime that this same studio is making, The Villain Saga, but I haven't seen that one. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't know what to tell you. I will. I will tell you. I am very excited to where Chainsaw Man is taking us. Like in the next, uh, in the next adapted season, they haven't said when it's coming out, but it ha- it should be soon because 
it's such it's so good of a property and i think it's about to tackle its darker arcs uh we had like one scene at the end of the episode where we see like this part of uh another character that will be very important which is retze uh who's uh who becomes like linked with denji a little um Wait, which one i don't remember that there's a scene there's it's just really small where like uh at the end when uh Denji's t- like uh, Denji's talking to Pochita in his dream, and Pochita is like, Denji, whatever you do, do not open that door. Um, there's like a girl that is walking. That yeah. girl will be important later. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that and that about the don't opening, don't open the door. Remember that because that will be important later as well. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, ten out of ten. Loved how Chainsaw Man was adapted. Cannot wait to see more. Do you think there's any way that they could have done this in the film? No. I I agree. I think there's too much story. The, I just want to ask. The more time passes, the more I am loving where things are adapted into a show instead of a movie. Like, turning Last of Us into a TV show is a great idea. I'm, I'm so glad that they didn't do that into a movie. I mean, I haven't seen the show yet, but it looks like a better idea. It. You know, I wonder if they could have cut this, like the whole show, down into like a, a three-hour, like mega cut. I would love to watch that too. I mean, I'm I sure someone work. will do it. I, I mean, know. I'm sure someone could do it, but I don't I'm okay do with it. it being a show. I, I'm okay with it being a show. I love the opening. I love. I, I never skipped the opening. I love that there was a different ending for every episode too. So yeah, nothing That's true. They want to stylize it, but I liked it. Yeah. Um, All right. <clears throat> Speaking of highly stylized kind of mysteries, want to jump into Glass Onion? Fuck yeah. <clears throat> Thank you for welcoming us into the rollback. My name is, I, I believe, I do declare my name Bichema. You son of a bitch. You got it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm Benoit LeBlanc, motherfucker. <laughs> and this is the rollback. Uh, the, we're reviewing The Glass Onion, The Knives Out Mystery. Uh, I, do, why? Uh, do you hate it? Do you hate this? I work really hard on this, okay? <laughs> this is directed by the Ryan Johnson. It's about world-famous detective Benoit Blanc heads to Greece to peel back the layers Ah, uh, there, 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 there be some thick layers right there of a mystery surrounding a tech billionaire, his electric crew of friends, the biggest mystery that has hit Greece since that little blonde girl brought out three men who she believed were her dad. So, this is the movie with Daniel Craig, Edward Norton, Dave Batista, Janelle Monet, Kate Hudson, I'm going to stop doing that, Catherine Hahn, Madeline Klein, Leslie Adam Jr., and Jessica Hanwick. It's the sequel to Knives Out, <laughs> also directed by Ryan Johnson. And I believe one of your favorite movies that year. Like, I remember it was on your top 10, I think. It was. Are, it you, was, uh, are you okay? I was were, you shocked of how, were you shocked of how good that was? <laughs> I was shocked at how long you kept it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, God. Yeah, Knives Out. It's hard to find a good murder mystery. So when Knives Out came out, it was such a pleasant surprise of like, oh, finally, I'm a good murder mystery. Um. <laughs> Oh man, okay, I, I gotta stop crying. Uh, okay, all right, game time. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about night. Let's talk about glass onion. Um, yeah. so real quick, do you know what a glass onion actually is? Like, do you know the story behind it or no? I know that glass onion is a Beatles song. Yes, 
because like I'm a huge Beatles fan, so when the title came out, I'm like, oh, Beatles song. Um, yes. Apparently, apparently it's like a deep cut. Like I know it because I love the Beatles, but like I, yeah. So I, I, I thought maybe that would have to play on something, but no, it's like it's literally a glass onion, <laughs> and then just a song plays in the credits. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, so the whole concept of it was that um, the Beatles made Glass Onion because they were like people keep reading too much of our fucking lyrics, and that song is basically saying. There's nothing more to this fucking song. It's a glass onion. Yeah. It has layers. It's see-through, you stupid fucks. Yeah. The same way that Miles Braun, oh, he has so many layers. He's so complicated. No, he's an idiot, you stupid fucks. It's this, so dumb. This, so so dumb, it's genius. No, it's just dumb. <laughs> my favorite line in the whole movie, by the way. No, I, I think my favorite... God, that's one of my favorite lines. I think my other favorite <laughs> line is the part where he says, I think you confuse speaking without thinking as speaking the truth. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. thank you. A that's not a compliment. That's not a compliment. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So this is a, the, right, right out of the gate. We have to like uh, talk like we have to talk a little bit about the original one. And then, of course, this one to me, the favorite, my favorite part of the original one was Daniel Craig as, as Ben Blank. Like he just knocks you out of the park with this character. I love him more in this role than I ever did as Bond. Like, I don't care about Bond, but I care about him here. And he's not he wasn't a bad Bond like at all. But I just this character is just so his own. And so like he just brings it to life in such a gorgeous way. Yeah. He'll always be James Bond in my heart. Yeah, but this to me is like I enjoy him here so much more, and uh, and they do a, a, an interesting thing, which is in the first one, uh, like he's not the main character; he's the foil. Like he he's there to accompany uh, Anna de Armas uh, in the in the first one, and we kind of see everything through her eyes. In this one, we see it all through his eyes. Like he's the main character, really. Um, like he is surrounded by all these rich, pompous assholes. And there's a story happening here. And something interesting, and that I think uh, started in the wrong foot, but really corrected itself, was I have hated when media, like, makes the pandemic be a part of the story. Really. Like, I like we we went through it. We're closer to the end that, 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 than, than we were, you know, a couple of years ago. Um but I don't like when they introduce it into the story. Like I, 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 I have not liked it. This is the only time where I feel like it worked. Mm -hmm. um, like it starts and and everyone's wearing masks and everything is happening and uh, people are working from homes. And then we have probably the most realistic depiction of the of the of the pandemic, which is Ben O'Blag in his uh, in his bathtub playing Among Us. <laughs> with uh, with Steven Sondheim, Angela Lansbury, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he's just sucking at it like, like I'm bad at oh. stupid things. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, so I like that part, uh, and and I like him. Like I'll, I'll, I'll if they, I know they're making one more at least. If they do twenty more, I'll watch twenty more. Really. Well, see, the thing is that also these are this is uh, to some degree an original creation from. Uh, from ryan johnson yeah like he created this series he created these characters he created everything about this yeah so i mean it's <clears throat> a little complicated but i i like it uh, i like everything that he's done with these characters so far uh benoit leblanc is the only character that returns from the from the original i was kind of hoping for an update on uh on where you know 
the first one yeah. ended up ended off at, but that's fine. It can be self-contained. Um, but no, this movie, like, okay, so it starts out with this, with this. I think we all think it's a cool invitation, like, like this box, the with box all these yeah. little puzzles and stuff, and we're all like, oh, that's cool. When it's like the further out you scope, it's like, no, these are assholes who like this is a douchebag who just sent out an invitation you know he didn't build himself uh to invite people who think that they're smart to this uh retreat getaway these disruptors when in reality like no like there's a difference between being a disruptor and like screaming look at me versus someone who goes against the status quo to better people's lives i mean Ah, oh, this is such a fucking brilliant takedown of, of like all these like stereotypes and tropes and the e-gamer like like men like men uh right men's, men's rights right activists. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got this douchebag who uh who they're all like shitty human beings in their own special way. Yeah. But they're all if you notice like Miles Braun is I'm gonna be all over the place. I'm sorry, Miles Braun plays like I think the biggest piece of shit at all because he doesn't have an original thought. He just stands on the shoulders of other people, women and people of color to make himself yeah. that much better. You know, he yeah. has this governor in his back pocket. He has this Ebro in his back pocket. He has the scientist in his back pocket. He has the celebrity in his back pocket, all people who he quite frankly owns. Yeah. And when his initial partner, Andy tries to hold him accountable and like, no clear is dangerous. If you put all the company assets in it, we're going to, we're going to melt down. We're going to go down. No, yeah. I believe in it. Like, it's the future. It's like, well, fuck you then. I'll take my half of the company and sink you. And that's fine. Yeah. Like, ah, these, these tech millionaire douchebags. I did a video review for this movie already, and I think it's the most edited review I've ever done because yeah. of how much I was popping in jokes with pictures. I was like, this okay. asshole. No, this ass. Wait, I mean, this ass. Wait, which tech <laughs> asshole is it? Go watch that review, please, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I'm very proud of that one. But um, all right, yeah. Oh um, God, I'm yeah, sorry. No, I ranted for a second. I'm sorry. No, and the and the tech bro is perfectly played by Edward Norton, who who can play such a good asshole. Like I am not convinced. Like you know, you he hear was stories acting. about. I hear stories about this guy on set, and it's like, wow, like. <laughs> He was like just perfect. Recently, he's he's been doing these things where like he's playing roles where he's like, "I'll just play the asshole," and he's like, "He's too good to play the asshole." Uh, <laughs> it comes so like natural. He, play, he played a perfect asshole in American History X. He played a perfect asshole in Birdman, and and he plays a perfect asshole here. But in a way, they're like you get it. Like you 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 get it. I mean, one of my favorite jokes is when he, when when the whole original uh, murder mystery gets discovered by him, and like the first. 30 minutes of the movie and he said and he goes like how could you discover this so quickly i hired gilliam flynn to write the murder mystery <laughs> like gilliam flynn is the woman who wrote like gone girl like she's not like to be fucked with and uh <laughs> but it shows right from the get-go that he didn't do anything like he hires other people to do stuff and then he just collects yeah. I mean, I, I'm not gonna shit talk, but I'm gonna say this: that that uh, murder mystery actually is a very basic one. From I think um, Monk actually did that one. Okay, like the whole like shooting thing that it goes right back and it retracts. Monk yeah. did that, so I'm just saying Gillian Flynn maybe needs to get some original ideas. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm kind of joking. Oh my god. Um, uh, 
yeah. But yeah. Uh, and, and I love how he keeps disrupting, like, what do we win? It's like, what do you mean, what do you win? Like, what, what do we win? Like, what do you what, mean, what, what, what's the prize? Like, what's the prize? <laughs> do we get, like, an iPad or something? It's like, fine, the winner gets an iPad. I don't need I, an iPad. <laughs> I, I don't want y'all to think that I need one. I just, I, oh, God, I love, I love and the just and then he just gets tossed one like he was freaking out. <laughs> oh man! So all right. So then, but we'll, let's talk about the real mystery in this. So uh, yeah. it's it's revealed. I think the first act is the initial like murder mystery where LeBlanc is like bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then, God, does Batista die in the first act or in the second act? The first half, first act. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Batista because- dies. Because he he dies, and then uh, uh, Janelle Monet gets shot. That's when like the story kind of restarts, and it goes to the and it goes to the flashback, to the, a very long flashback sequence actually, where yeah. it's revealed that uh, Andy is dead, but her twin sister Helen is going to play her to try and figure out what went down, what happened, why is her yeah. sister dead? Which I mean, they even say like, it, isn't it kind of convenient that she died of a uh, she died of suicide? Like my sister was yeah. not suicidal, but she did happen to die the day before she was about to expose these assholes for you know for the the corruption that they are. Um, so no, no, there's that happens. What else? What else? What else? I'm trying to remember. She goes to LeBlanc, and LeBlanc, uh, when he cried initially, I thought it's because he talked her into it. Yeah, but no, it turns out he's just you know feigning all this stuff, which again, brilliant. Ryan Johnson, as much shit as people gave him for Star Wars, like I think he's redeemed himself and then some. Definitely, and uh, as someone who didn't hate the Last Jedi, like I expected something weird and out there from him. If you've seen Looper, if you've seen Brick, like that's exactly what I expected. But this came out really unexpected after those movies, and I think. I think people are happy with this. Uh, I'm happy with this. I, I had fun with the first one. I had fun with the second one. I will be honest. I think this one is a little too long. Like it's what two hours, like above two hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do think the flashback sequence is a little too long. And by the time they were uh, throwing all the all the glass uh, statues like to the floor, I was like, uh, get on with it. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I. But- like I didn't feel catharsis in that scene. I was just like, ah, finish it. See, yeah. the thing is, and I'll give Ryan Johnson credit for this. He did, I, I think, a really great job at setting up a lot of things that you weren't expecting. When it comes to like, um, like the Mona Lisa, you know, like it being yeah. there, and he's like, I want to be mentioned the same breath. I'm like, okay, that painting's gonna get destroyed, but how? Yeah. And then clear, okay, this is gonna play a factor into it. She's gonna blow everyone up, or what's gonna go down here? Like he did a good job of setting up uh, breadcrumbs. Um, yeah. W- one thing I'll, I'll say, and this is something I always say when we review a murder mystery, um, the best murder mysteries are the ones that leave clues in the background where you could theoretically, you could figure it out if you notice enough. Yeah. Those are the best ones. Knives Out did it. Uh, this one did it too. There were the clues. Everything was there to where you could have figured it out. If you tried hard enough, if you went back and rewatched the sequence beforehand, you could have figured out that uh, that Miles Braun killed Batista. Yeah, I love that. Um, and so, props yeah. to him on that. And I love how they played with it, like because 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 the whole thing is that they play with the fact that he had like his glass, and then he grabbed his glass, and they just kept going back. It's like no, like they even filmed like the boat scenes where he yeah. grabs the wrong glass, but it's like oh no, no, no he didn't grab the wrong glass. Like you gave it to him. Um. It, yeah, it, and it just it just kept escalating on top of everything. Yeah, 
I mean, it exposes what uh, a piece of shit a lot of these people are. But more importantly, these tech billionaires are like, no, I'm always right. No, idiot. You're no, you're not. I, I, uh, I fucking love that. I love the whole. Um, somehow, it's not exactly dead on topic, but it's pretty accurate. I think people couldn't help but compare this film to Elon Musk's current meltdown on Twitter. Oh, they yeah. asked Ryan it's Johnson, totally... like, huh? No, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. They asked Ryan Johnson, like, how did you predict this? Or, like, do you, did, was this released on purpose? And he was like, no. Like, we just had it just happened to coincide with an idiot. And that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. There was something satisfying in that, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, man. Um, what a great cast. Also, like I love, uh, I love all these actors. Like I think they're all great, uh, and and they fit their characters pretty well. Uh, I like how Batista is just coming out and playing like all these different weird characters and weirdly fitting in all of them because he's so lovable in something like Guardians of the Galaxy. But then you see him in something like this, and it's like, wow, what a douche! And if you count this and the James Bond movie he was in, and uh fucking uh dune like what a what a catalog this guy is doing for himself i mean well also, I he also has it, that cabin movie coming out with m night Shyamalan. Uh, oh yeah that's oh yeah i i got trailers for that when i saw uh fucking uh men a couple days ago uh i had not seen the trailer i just i, I just saw it uh hopefully yeah he, he's grabbing every weird little role that he can and, and good for him he's becoming my favorite wrestler turned actor well, but, actually, you know, the Ryan Johnson competition even, wasn't hard. Yeah. Well, well, actually, Ryan Johnson even came out and said like he's the best wrestler turned actor uh, that in Hollywood. Well, yeah, I mean his competition is not hard, but I mean, it, yeah, hey man, Peacemaker. Peacemaker was good. He, I, I believe John Cena deserves a good second place. Yes. <laughs> so you think The Rock is in third? I don't think The Rock even counts at this point. Uh, as a wrestler? As a, as an actor. Oh damn! Damn, Chema. Damn. Did but I'm, I'm sorry. Did Batista made Tooth Fairy or who was it? We got to Chema. We have to remain neutral. All right, that's our job. I don't have to remain neutral. I can have if you can have a a, a preference for DC. I can have a preference to not liking The Rock. <laughs> that was funny. I like that. Right. that, that, there that we was go. funny. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was good. Okay, bravo. Yeah, bravo, good man. You okay. want to? You want to? You want to impress me? Go back to fucking. Go back to 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 fucking Super Slam. You know. <laughs> you want to? <laughs> you want to impress me? Recreate that picture of the of the of the fanny pack and the and the, the black turtleneck. You <laughs> didn't he recreate it actually. You want to impress me? Do a movie without Kevin Hart, motherfucker. Like, oh, <laughs> he did. He yeah, and it sucked. Uh, anyway. Batista is good in this. Norton is good in this. Uh, Catherine Hahn is so good in this too. Like she plays the, the the politician. Yeah, but she like there's a bunch of little innuendos also that like make it great. Yeah. Like um, like okay when Lauren Lawrence or Jonathan the the the, the scientist Julian uh, <laughs> Lionel <laughs> Lionel. It was it was either a J or an L. I remember that. Anyway, yeah. when Lionel gets there, Lionel and LeBlanc are the only two actually wearing their masks properly, right? Yeah. Kate Hutchins is being a dipshit and wearing one of those like 
fake mask that you can breathe through, whatever. But if you notice, actually, even the politician, she's only wearing the mask when people get close to her, not at all times. Kind of showing that, okay, I'll keep up appearances. I don't actually believe in this shit, but it's what I'm supposed to be believing in. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Yeah, and uh, yeah, they really, like, hype up. Like, they're telling the story by showing they're showing the personality of the characters by showing how they wear their masks, which I think is very creative. Speaking of that scene, Ethan Hawke cameos for like a couple of seconds. Yeah. I was like the guy that like disinfects their tongue whenever they come in. Yeah. And I didn't know that he was going to be in it. So I saw him and I went like, oh man, Hawkman is in this. Hell yeah. And then he just disappears. <laughs> like, Well, see, yeah. I, I, I thought it was interesting though, because I think that's also, there's a lot of commentary, I think, in this. Definitely. Uh, maybe I'm wrong if Ryan Jansen is like, you're an idiot, it's a glass onion. But like the fact that these like rich assholes are going to this remote island, they're the ones that have the resources to do this thing. But also, was that thing like a disinfectant or a cure? What was that that he gave these people? They don't explain it, and that's the worst part, I think. But that's what I mean, though. Like, are they saying like like uh, there were reports in the early on or mid pandemic about how rich people were having these Hilton parties and they had access to these quick, uh, quick respond tests. Yeah. Like where normal people had to wait up to two weeks at these Hilton parties. Hey, 10 minutes. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just shit I like think, that. I think, it, I think it definitely is. A, it's a commentary on that. Yeah. Um, so no, and again, maybe it's a glass onion, but maybe I'm reading, maybe I am reading too much into it, but I don't know. I think it's supposed to make you think a little bit, even if it's just a little bit. Um, oh man. One of my favorite jokes is when, uh, when he's trying to, uh, like, like, uh, turn on a cigar and there's an alarm that, that, that says like, uh, no smoking, like this, this is a smoke free. So, and then at the end when like everything is exploding and like the alarm pops up, it's like, eh, might as well. He just like turned. Like, Does, doesn't he also like smoke with the with uh with the other guy yeah with the other guy with the okay. guy who's just <laughs> crashing there who by the way that's the same guy who played uh the the cop in the first one yeah but i, I don't think he was playing the same character but yeah same guy no he, he's, uh, just, he's just a joke but he's just there like hey he's just gonna be like the bruce campbell like in the <gasps> like like the spider-man movie like he's just gonna cameo in the background yeah pretty much that, that apparently that's gonna be his role all right i don't mind um it. The one actor that I think was not wasted in this, but they could have done more with her is uh, Jessica Hanwick, uh, who plays like, uh, she plays Kate, H- Kate Hudson's like assistant. You know, who's always like, oh. please don't use your phone. Yeah. Uh, she was really, yeah, she was really good in uh, Iron Fist. Like, I think she was the best part of Iron Fist. And uh, she was good in the new Matrix. Uh, she, she was in the new Star Wars. Like she was one of the pilots. Like she's been popping up in like a lot of things. And um uh, mm. Yeah, so I thought that like because she's in the poster, like she's in, I thought she was gonna play like a bigger part or have a meltdown or at some point be like, you know what, you're fucking, you're you're a bunch of fucking rich assholes, like I'm leaving or something. I like. wish she had had that part. Like LeBron yeah. kind of like gives them all a verbal lashing, but he, no one does it. Andy, uh, no, sorry, Helen kind of does. Like she calls yeah. them all out, but like, uh, they they also do this thing where it's very clear and apparent. Like, Bronze owns them. Like, yeah. short of saying, like, I own all of you, he does. Yeah. They all turn a blind eye when it came to Andy's situation and the lie. They all want to go confront her. And frankly, if I was Andy and I was in that house, I wouldn't have sent the fucking email. I would have gone straight for the lawyers. Yeah. But um, but that's what I said. I think that's the only mistake. Well, that and not foolproofing the lawyers at the beginning. But nonetheless, <laughs> like, 
the fact that Andy like warned them, like, I've got this, like, I'm giving you one last chance. No, they lied on the stand. They're yeah. all going to go to jail now. Like, yeah. no. Um, also, for the record, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're all wondering, there is a way to prove if that's the original napkin, not just by the logo. You can actually prove how old paper is or a napkin is. How? I don't know how, but they can prove it. Apparently, they send a laser through it, and they can oh. tell how old it is. Kind of like a tree. Oh, neat. I, I, I don't know how what the process is, but you can age, you you can figure out the age of paper, essentially. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was doable. It was yeah. provable. Okay. Um, yeah, so that, that all plays in. Like I said, Jessica Hanwick, I think, is the only actress who... She's great. Like, I, like she's good in like what she's requested to do, but I wish you would have given her more to do. Um, same thing with uh, Madeline Klein, who's in uh, she's in this show on Netflix called uh, Outer Banks. She plays like Batista's girlfriend, who's cheating on him with uh, with Norton. Uh, she has some good lines, like I like I love the part where where uh, Benoit Blanc is kind of reading everyone, and he just goes, "And you're a Taurus," and she goes, "I am." <laughs> <laughs> like she has a couple of good scenes there. I was yeah, like, is she gonna like, try and get I with am. LeBlanc? Because no, no, girl, no, yeah. you can't, you cannot. Also, Blank is dating Hugh Grant, and I think that's fucking lovely. <laughs> like, that was such a funny scene. I have a question, though. Is, is he referred to as Hugh Grant in the movie, or is it just, like, his domestic partner? He's just his domestic partner. He just refers to him as a name, but I don't remember what he calls him. What if it was the um, actual Hugh Grant, though? <laughs> that would have been that, funny. That would be awesome. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so they're they're great. Uh, the whole movie is pretty fun. I don't know if I like this one or the first one more. Maybe I think I like the first one more just because it was a little more, a little more out there. And this one, I do think it runs a little long. But I like the setting. I like how it looks. Uh, 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 Blanc is a little fashion icon with like his ascot and like his his uh, his uh, his old uh, 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 swimsuit. <laughs> The, he was pretty funny. He was funny. Yeah, he was very stylish in this film. Like all the way through, he was stylish at the, all the, at all times. Yeah. Uh, so I like this character. Freaking love this character. Uh, I I will see him in a couple more movies. Did you saw the thing that apparently his accent is fake? Yeah. Like like the the idea was that his accent is fake in the first one, but then and then they had the idea that if they made sequels, he would have a different accent in, in every one. No. But then they were like, nah, nah, we'll just keep it in the, we'll just keep it like that, the the southern uh, <laughs> Kentucky drawl. Um, but he plays it so well, though. Yeah, his accent is one of my favorite things about him, actually. But like, legit, though, like, he, his... Delivery, yeah, his command. I, yeah. I, I genuinely respect, uh, respect Daniel Craig for the way he's able to deliver these lines and whatnot. Like, again, I always viewed him as just like the James Bond guy, but nah, man, he is layered among layers. He is the onion. He is the onion. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoy this. I don't think it's going to end up in my top 10, but I really, uh, this, this movie, this and the first one, they're not a full meal. They're like a really, they're like a really good dessert. Like you, oh, you're always glad you have one, but it's never like a highlight. But I enjoyed it. Uh, Ryan Jasper can keep making this as much as you want, or if he wants to make someone, uh, someone else direct them. Like I'll keep watching them as long as both uh, Johnson and Craig are, are are a part of this. And you know, you can always add whatever actor to the side, and they'll they'll have fun. There's an ongoing. Uh, idea the next movie should be like the Muppets and Daniel Craig should be like the only human and I, I would watch the, I would watch the crap out of that 
I think that would have to be like a Christmas special. I don't know. Also, what Muppet's getting killed? Definitely Gonzo. Why does that have to be Gonzo, you son of a bitch? Because he's the one with the, because the, he's the one that that would happen to. Chem, I'm beginning to think you hate Muppets. No, I love the Muppets. On the contrary. Oh, kind of like a Christmas Carol, like with uh, with what's his face? Yeah, with uh, with uh, with Alfred. Yeah. Okay. 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 I kind of I can see that. I can see that working. Yeah. Um. But also, this film. I mean, did it blow your mind at all when when like it was revealed like how stupid everyone is and it's like I gave you the idea, you idiot. Yeah. Like how? Uh, I could see coming that like Edward Norton was gonna be the 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 bad guy, but the fact that he that it was a commentary of how he never did anything original and he just copied everything else, like yeah, that was pretty funny. And it was well, pretty satisfying by the end. Also, like the fake words that he uses, like perception. Oh, yeah. It's like that's not a real word, you dipshit. Yeah, uh, I love the fact that they use so much of that in this film. Like, they're, yeah. like it's a takedown of of the worst tropes that society has going on right now. And I appreciate. Yeah, that. The, I love that. Yeah, these movies are pretty much gonna become like not products of their time, but in a good way, if that makes sense. Like we're gonna watch these movies in like 10, 15, 20 years, and whatever. Like, oh yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Uh, do you think these are the kind of movies that are going to be analyzed in the future? Like, not analyze. I, I don't think they're going to be overanalyzed. Like, I, I don't think they're like something like a Get Out or something like that, or, or like like a modern masterpiece. But I think they're going to be remembered as like very fun, very entertaining movies that we just might go back and re rewatch and recheck. Like, they're going to be like, uh, I don't know, something like I don't know, Clue in the nineties. Like we remember that movie fondly of how fun it was, and we're probably gonna remember this one. And uh, Ryan Johnson was asked, like, "Oh, are, are you gonna make a third movie where like all of the actors from the first one, all the actors from the second one are coming back?" And he's like, "No, like this is not like a Marvel shared universe like that. No, like it's just the adventures that this guy has with different people. Like that makes no like like why why would we do that? Like it makes no like that's like it's unnecessary, and that's true." Like, you can watch whichever of these two in whatever order you want, and it makes no effect. Like, I'm so glad the first one was not referenced in this one, because there, there was a moment where Kate Hudson kind of asked him, like, you're the one who solved that mystery of the... the and she, she says something else. I thought it was going to be like, oh, the mystery of the of the writer that killed himself. I was like, no. Like, it was a different mystery altogether. This, they do the same thing in the first one, where they're like, you solved the thing with the tennis player or something like that. Like, yeah. I like that Benoit Blanc can exist in on different stories. Yeah, on his own. Um, and I like that the, since the first one was resolved and not, nothing else was was pending, uh, they had no need to to revisit that. So I'm actually I actually appreciate that. I want that to keep happening. I hope the next one does the same thing. Cannot wait to see it. Love this one. I have a pitch for you. I have a question. Okay. Right. It's not a knives out mystery. I'm not creative enough to make a murder mystery. Not as good as Ryan Johnson. I can't. Yeah. I cannot. <clears throat> I do have a question for you though. What if they were to book Ryan Johnson to make uh to make like uh the new Wonder Woman or the new Batgirl or Hawk Girl? Because okay. another thing, like, props to him. I'm sorry I keep jumping back to so many things, but like the dude knows how to make a story about uh how do I say this without like trying to punch down at anybody? He knows how to make a strong female protagonist, I think. 
Oh, okay. In you. Andy, in Helen, and in the last one with Anna de Arms, like, yeah. he knows how to make a, a, a good female protagonist. So what would you think if they were to book him as, as you know, make him, like, create one? Well, um, I don't know. I don't know where I would put him because, well, he did when he did Star Wars, I thought he did Ray good. Like, I think he, I think he worked with Ray okay. Uh, people don't seem to think that because they seem to hate everything, you know. But I thought Last Jedi was okay in most of the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know where I would put him. I think he's kind of happy not involved with any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I if he did like a bad girl, I would watch it. If he did, uh, if he did, maybe not Wonder Woman, but if he did like a bad girl, or if he did like, uh, I don't know. I don't know who else. Yeah, I don't like know where what? else I would put him. Yeah, um, but sure, like I, I'd watch. Um, I want to see more of his work. Have you seen Brick? Or I've Blue never Brick? seen Brick. What the hell's Brick? Never seen Brick. No, it's with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's a, uh, it's like a teenage uh, crime mystery after his girlfriend dis- disappears. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Oh, he did Looper. Damn, no wonder yeah. I like his style. I love Looper. Yeah, Looper was fun. It's weird, but it was fun. And uh, he's, I think, one of the funniest follows on Twitter, too. What's called? He uh, confirmed that they're making at least two more. Damn. Netflix bought the rights to the two Knives Out sequels for $469 million. Yeah, that I knew. Like, is that just for the rights or does that include budget? I, be- I believe that's just for the rights, and then they just give him a budget. Jesus. Half a billion dollars for two films? Yeah. I mean, oh, wait, shit. Never mind. It's been nominated for Golden Globes for Best Motion Picture and Best Actor for Daniel Craig. Okay, you know what? I'm going to shut my mouth. I mean, he's bringing in results, and people are talking about Glass Onion, so... Yeah. He's already started getting... He's already going to get started on working on the third one uh, this summer. Like, he's he's preparing to work on writing it great can't wait to see it oh god i wonder who i wonder whose ass he's gonna kick next who do you want to see in uh in a in a another one in the knives out movie yeah <sighs> henry cavill comes to mind immediately <laughs> <laughs> the man needs a job before warhammer 4000 comes out before hammer time comes out um Maybe Gal Gadot. I think that would be interesting. Have a little DC reunion there. You could oh do. God. I'm not going to just say all DC actors. Who else would be fun? Ah, they already did Jamie Lee Curtis. What about Robert Ingvall? That could be fun. Like like Freddy Krueger? Yeah. <laughs> could be fun. Like bringing who, in. What, a... what about you? Who do you want to see? Veteran. Oh, God. Uh, my first choice before after they made the first one was Catherine Hahn. So the fact that they just put her in this one, like that. Perfect. That kind of fulfilled yeah um i don't know i don't know like i'm 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 still banking on the muppets like that's still cool rdj and tom holland i'm okay with not seeing these those two for a second what if what if hear me out they're a pair of con artists you know what i'm just gonna stick with the muppets like i'm good (laughs) 
Wait, with that. They're con artists and they're already in jail for a murder that they are profusely saying they did not commit. So LeBlanc has to get them out. You know what? Just fucking put uh, uh, Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe from, but they're but they're playing the same characters from from uh, the Lighthouse. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? That, Keep them that, black and white. Yeah, that would that would be throwing Zoe Kravitz, and we got ourselves a movie. Hell yeah! All <laughs> right, final thoughts. Final thoughts of Grade A, A plus. This will be in my top ten. I just don't know the order yet. Okay, um, I I really enjoyed it. I gave it a good eight out of ten. Uh, I had fun. I had a blast. I don't think it's gonna end up in my top ten. Uh, but then again, I feel like I do need to rework my top ten a little because some of these were movies from the beginning of the year, and maybe I'm giving them too much credit. I don't know. We will see. Uh, but overall, had fun with it. It's on Netflix, so it's not like it's not like you have to go to the movies to watch it. Um, so yeah, had a blast with it. Can't complain. Oscar season is coming up, so that's gonna be my focus for the next uh, next weeks. So that should be it. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone! Thank you so much for joining us throughout this entire year. It's been it's been a long time coming, and yeah, we had a great time. I think definitely, um, folks. Enjoy the New Year. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Get a get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Get a designated driver. Whatever you got to do. Um, yeah. God, what else, man? Next year, uh, next year's going to be interesting. See what happens. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, here's to a new year. Thanks so much for joining us. My name was Chema. I've been Eddie. And this, and this was, was the rollback. The rollback. Signing off with a reminder. The reminder? Yeah, I think you said it correctly. Don't drink and drive. Uh, also, New Year's resolutions are meant to be broken. Bye, everyone.